We're going to start this episode off. Again, this is Chop Diesel, your host with Check the Credits Podcast. Um, this is a podcast where we kind of pay homage, show respect to a lot of the producers, songwriters, engineers, people behind the scenes who today don't get a lot of recognition because we don't see the credits anymore. So we don't know who did what, what's going on, who's the writer, who's the producer, unless you do your true due diligence and surf the internet try to find out. Um, so today, one of the guests, one of the hosts we have on here today, I'm sorry, one of the guests we have on here today um, has worked with the likes of Naughty by Nature, Queen Latifah, Jaheem, um, it's responsible for Jaheem's career. Next, uh, Jaane, he's worked with Biggie, D-Nice, Mary J. Blige, countless, countless, countless amounts of uh, artists. Um, great producer, legendary producer of the group Naughty by Nature, none other than my brother KG. How are you, my brother? What's up, Chop? How you been, brother? I mean, good. Still at it, still grinding, man. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Uh, aren't we all, man? You know, <laughs> not giving this up man this is what we love doing man so this is till the end man you know how i go that's what it is um yeah i started out the introduction basically explaining the artists you work with but if you want to go into it a little bit can you tap into some of those records some of the productions that you're involved in yeah yeah like you mentioned you know next next is a group of mine i discovered out of minnesota so you know they were signed to me and um i produced their stuff and um, shout out also to, you know, especially from the production side, you know, I want to give flowers to um, Lance and Prof from the group Low Key because they were they did the original next, they were called Straightforward at the time, but they did okay. their, original, they, their original demo. So when they came to me, they were, you know, slightly polished already from a studio aspect, you know, and that was because of Lance and Prof from the group Low Key. And obviously, you know, Low Key came through Jimmy and Terry okay. over there. So yeah, shout out to them. And I kept them involved with the project. Even, you know, when I did my stuff, I put my touch on different things and did my records, but I also actually, we did half the album together. Okay. That's improv. So that's the next story. Then obviously, you know, Jeanne came through me through Flavor Unit. They, um, I used to get all my um, demo tapes. (laughs) Yeah, sent to Flavor Unit. Okay, okay. Actually, somebody said that not too long ago to me, which is funny. They said, yo, Kay, I remember meeting you. Actually, you know, it was DJ, um, it was, um, it was one of the, it was the DJ, one of the DJs. But anyway, but, um, somebody hit me on social media and they was like, yo, Kay, I remember, um, seeing you somewhere back in the days and I asked you, I told you I had a demo. (laughs) And um and you told me send it to Flavio on it. I was like, well, that's how I used to do it. Actually, yeah. that's how I got Jaheem stuff, and that's I mean oh, that's wow. how I found Jaheem. Jaheem demo was actually in the box sent to our Naughty Gear store down in Newark. Oh so wow! I got him wow. And, okay. and Jaheem's demo was at was sent to Flavio on it, and 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 you know for me. But I that I listen to stuff, and I know people who always hear those stories. Oh, you know, my demo tape always in the corner <laughs> or in the box or somewhere. Yeah. But I actually listen to the stuff. So you know, I just wanted to share that story, man. So Jaane came through Flavor Unit, a demo box sent to me in there, and I listened through the stuff. And Jaane was one of the, uh, a pick of the litter out of that stuff that you know I went through in there, and I was just like, wow, they're dope. So I reached out to them through through you know through that. And then once again, like I just mentioned, Jaheen came, you know, in a demo box out of um, our Naughty Gear store down in North. So, 
you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard ways, and it's all kinds of ways that you can be discovered and you can get to people. You know, it's just that it de it depends on you know how hard those people are digging in the crevices or really, really, really trying to find artists or really, really trying to find talent. Word, word, man. Um, and since this is check the credits, I saw the other day. I think it was online. I don't know if it was you posted it or somebody, but a lot of people didn't notice you did on uh, missing you on the Biggie album. Yeah, on the, uh, on Biggie. Like yeah a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people never they don't they don't know that because like you said, check the credits. It's different now. Yeah. You know, people are not really totally invested in the music, you know, as much anymore. As, at yeah. least the physical product, yeah. at, at least the physical product, because they're not buying albums and they're not not buying CDs or cassettes anymore. So you know, like Chop, when we came up and we started, we bought albums and we bought you know tapes, cassette tapes or CDs. And our first thing that we bought them for <laughs> was to look at the credits and see who did what. Who did what? And then second, and then me personally, the second, it was like, how many open snick kicks and snares is on <laughs> I could the take, exactly. I could take. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> build up my library. So, you know. Another joint, too. Um, I don't know if people, you know, I'm, I'm from the era, so I know, but it was a record uh, that I, I loved at the time. It was an easy e record. Only yeah, if you only want if it. You want. Uh, only if you want it. Yo. Yeah, that was a crazy record yeah. at the time, man. Naughty was, yeah. was touching everything at that at yeah. that point in time. Um yeah. quick quick question also about your production style, man. Um what I always admired and respected about what you did, especially coming up in that time where every everything was gritty, everything was underground, hard, crunchy, snares and crackling and everything. And when you came through with Naughty, the production was just so polished, so finished. And I and I feel like um, even if I listen to the original album that you guys did, I don't I don't know exactly how much production you did on it when you guys was new style, but it just seemed a lot. It just seemed polished. It always seemed like you knew what you was doing from the very beginning. Well, to be honest, I did, but <laughs> <laughs> it did. I did put my all into it. And I tried. I tried my best because I didn't have equipment at that time. But yeah, okay. all the new style stuff I did, those were my ideas. I didn't have no equipment, so it was all done in the studio. Okay. So I would okay. take, you know, the records and different stuff in the studio and just loop them in, you know, basically hope the engineer can help me do Bring get my ideas yeah, out, what yeah. it was that I wanted to do. That, yeah, that's how and we all started. Even, yeah, yeah, that's how it started. And then once we got the deal, actually, even part of the, most of the Naughty by Nature album, I didn't even have equipment yet. I got my first MPC, you know, during that project, the first oh, okay. project. So then I, it was probably like, I think um, Everything's Gonna Be All Right and Guard Your Grill, I think were the only two records on the first album that I actually did in the MPC. Oh, wow. wow. And everything else was done in the studio as well. Um, okay, yeah, I know that. I remember around that time I was running around. That's kind of our lineage as well. Running around with Latifah and Shaquem and yeah. Apache and everybody. I remember that that's, demo. That's how I. That's how I. I know you. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. my whole crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey City crew. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Rest yeah. in peace to Double J. That was my. Yeah. That brought me to meet Forty Five King, and it, my everything just went off from there, bro. That's when I was in yeah. rapper mode. I was a yeah. rapper back. <laughs> yeah. But um, even speaking of speaking of credits, like there's another record too that uh, flies under the radar, you know, that a lot of people don't even know I did. And that was um Where I Wanna Be by Shade Shice. Oh, I, I just pulled that up. Yeah, Where I Wanna Be with uh Nate yeah. Dog. Crazy. Another crazy. Yeah, with one. Nate Dog, with Nate Dog. Yeah. Yep. And I and I can say another one too that a lot of people probably really don't know is that um um Good Life for Faith. Oh, I didn't 
I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, the good know. life. The good life. It's off of Funkmaster Fletcher's like, yeah, album. Yeah. You yep. know, another one, uh, when I was digging through, I, I realized that you did the Deborah Cox is over now. Yep, yep. That's another one. Yeah. A record I jammed out too. I love it's a slept on album, in my opinion. Let it see. You did one of my favorite tracks off there, yeah, Coffee. And yep, I've been listening to that for years. And literally yep. when I was doing some research for this, I realized you had production credit. I had no idea. And I, I always loved that that uh, Grover Washington sample. I always loved yep, that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. That. Man. Um Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. man. And um you also early on when we was all just sampling and just using the 950 and SB1200s, you weren't afraid to incorporate live instrumentation, right? Yeah. Um, and like I like you mentioned, a lot of that was because you know, I would go into the studio. And it really really came into play when we did the first album because I got introduced to Marion's recordings, and that was from Sugar Hill. Okay. Well, Bon Ami. That's bon what we did New Style. We did the whole first album with New Style. They put us in a studio called Marion Recording, and that was over there. And um, actually, over like off of one and nine, like, and I forgot what it was, what the, the, that city was called, but it's off of one and nine going up towards Sea Caucus or whatever. Okay. I think Fair yeah. Fairview or Fair Fairview, something. yeah, Fair, yeah, Fairview like or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what it is, like Fairview or something like that. And um, anyway, so Dave, um, and that's why you hear even on OPP where Tretch says, Dave, Dave drop a load on him. Okay, yep. okay. So Dave, Dave ran the studio, but Dave was also a keyboard player. Okay, so, okay. So yes, that brings it full yep. circle. Makes sense. Yes. So when I went in the studio with all my different ideas and my records and samples, Dave was an engineer, but he also would play keys on stuff for me. Gotcha. So that's where I started adding in all the flavor. I just be like, hey, Dave, let's add some keys. Let's do this. Let's play this. Let's do this. Here's the sample, but let's flip it. Play this over. Let's play this. Do this and do that. And I just started doing it like that. Yeah, and I and I think that's that's also um a credit to your 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 um, uh, you know what I'm saying, your legacy is that a lot of us back then, you know, we modeled ourselves after a lot of people and a lot a lot of those producers at the time did everything. They were hands yeah. on from every aspect, but you was collaborating early on, which is what everybody does now. But yeah. at that time, yeah. you was collaborating early on and, and introducing other people. Another person I met and connected um, from you was Mufi, another dope yeah, producer. Mufi, yeah. yeah, that's my homie. Yeah, yeah, I grew up with me and, me and Mufi grew up on 18th Street together. Okay. He lived, he, like, he lived um, two houses down from me. Well, okay. three houses. Down. Okay, three houses down from for me, for all y'all out there, Mufi did the. You know the classic freestyle you always see with Big L and LL, I mean, uh, and Jay Z rapping on that Milkbone beat. That's that's a Mufi beat that uh, keep it real. Yeah. Also, and and also too, a lot of people don't know too. Honestly, Mufi like Mufi did U N I T Y with me, and Mufi and Mufi actually bought me that sample. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, dope, he dope. bought that to me. He was like, "Yo, check this yeah. out." And me and him did it together, but yeah, that was his ear that caught that one. Okay, okay, that's dope. Yep. That's dope, brother. Um, yep. um, looking, you know, really going back and, and and tapping into some of your placements, you you got the chance to work with some of the greatest. You know what I mean? Um, if you could pinpoint maybe a few, what what are some of the best um experiences in the studio you had? I know it has to be a lot because you work with everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um. <laughs> One dope, obviously, I mean, you know, it was, it was Latifah, you know, being in studio with, with, with Lies was, it's always, you know, will always be classic, Yeah. you know, because she, you know, she, she put us on, she put us on, her and Flavion to put us on. 
but even just her stardom and just everything about her aura, you know, she's the queen. So, and then, you know, personally knowing her and being in the studio with her, it's just a whole different vibe because then you get to see who Dana is yeah, at that point. There you go. And you can chill out and it's just funny. She just she's just joking and just playing around. So it's it's a lot of history there. Um let me see. Obviously the naughty stuff, man. Like we've been doing that stuff for <laughs> years, man. So yeah, it's there's a lot of ups and downs in there with us and me and Tretch going back and forth from a from a creative standpoint in a studio, but it's always been fun. It's always been great because we know at the end of the day, we're going to get great, you know, quality material out of it. So it's all worth it. And I think uh, probably the the one of the main things that I kind of really miss is that I had when I had um, the big house over there in Orange. Yeah. And I had the studio in the back and even in the basement, you know, it was a great vibe there. Like we played basketball out there yeah. and, and swim. And just work. We just worked every day, all day, man. And the artist stayed there with me when we were developing Next and Jane. I mean, not Jane. Next, Jaheem and yeah. Coffee Brown. Jaheem yeah. and Coffee Brown. All oh, three of yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was working on all three of them at the same time. Okay. And, okay. And they, um, yep. And they, um, the guy from Fines from Coffee Brown stayed there with me, and um, Next stayed there with me, and Jaheem stayed there with me. So they were all in there all day every day and we just worked every day i had my writers and all that shout to the writing crew everybody would come through and we would just <laughs> just have fun honestly man it was like it was just like an everyday thing man it wasn't no work it felt like no work put it like that we were working but it felt like no work so overall i think that that i i do miss those days though of that just one you know central location okay so that brings me to my next question which obviously i'm sure what do you prefer? Um, we in a different day and time, technology, everybody all over the place. Uh, you know, now it's emailing beats and sending beats and songs through the phone. Um, which do you prefer? Quite obviously, I'm sure I know, but for the people out there, which, which do you prefer? I mean, I try to just give people what they want, man. I mean, even when it comes to even doing, making music or doing beats, if, if it's not my cup of tea and I don't love it, I mean, hey, listen, you love it. I mean, you like it, I love it. So if that's what you want, I'm not gonna argue with, you know, the client is always right. So you can't argue with them. So if it's something that they want, then I'm gonna give it to you. And I try to keep up on the, on the technology side of it. I'm not one to be, I don't wanna be that guy that'd be like, oh, you old or you played out and you're not in. <laughs> Yeah, you're not up on what's going on. So yeah. I try to stay up to what, you know, what what's going on, stay up to date. And I stay into, you know, I stay within time, but at the same time without, you know, sacrificing my integrity of what it is I do and especially the quality of what it is and you know that I try to do. So sending beats and and giving be people beats is fine, you know, but I I ultimately it's always still great to sit down and vibe out with the artists, understand what they into, what they trying to, you know, accomplish and what they trying to connect to and and just and work from there, you know. So, I still like that part of it, but it, I've 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 done both. And I'm fine yeah. with doing it either way, you know, sending out beats or or sitting down with with the person. What do you prefer? I mean, we're in a different day and age now too as well as terms of majors and um independent label uh you know work and, and working on on both sides what do you prefer from a producer standpoint if someone hires you as a producer do you prefer a major situation or are you, you cool with independent or independent artists reaching out um with obviously with some form of budget not just reaching out <laughs> right 
Yeah, well, I mean, even without budgets and all that stuff, man, you know, like there's so many people out here even because I was I was on that side one day. I mean, once, once, once upon a time. Yeah. So not one day, but once upon a time, you know, I was on that side trying to get on and trying to do things. So I get it. And I try to keep myself grounded from that aspect and understand and see and say, like, listen, man, I was I was once that person. So I try to, you know, pay it forward from that standpoint. So there's, with that being said, there's so many up and coming guys out of Jersey, you know, and different people that I, I do favors for, man. Like, and I'll just do stuff for them, man. Cause I see them grinding. I, I respect they grind. I see what it is that they doing. And I, and I, I may take to it and like what they're doing. So I'll reach out and just be like, Hey man, like I got some beats or whatever. If you want to do something or whatever, if you need something from me, let me know. And, and a lot of them tend to reach out to me and I'll do it. But at the same time, there is a lot of people that will reach out to you and just be like, hey, man, you know, whatever, I'm working on a project, just send beats. I mean, it's just like, uh, <laughs> so that's the weird part of yeah. it. You're like, okay, well, who are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, what are you? You know, like, but to even go back to answer your question as far as the indie versus major, obviously, it's just the major thing because it's bigger and better. But ultimately, man, like, across the board, it's cool because. I'd rather, you know, do something with it than it just sitting on my laptop, man, at the same time too, man. Like just get it out there and work my catalog overall. Most so I'll just try to flood this, the, you know, the streets with my catalog. So, cause you never know, like these new dudes and with the new music business and the way it is, you know, you may, it may be the dude next to you that nobody knows, but as soon as you put a record out with them and it blows up and out the blue, now there's something there. So. There's always that side of it. Well, I mean, that that's always, you know, ringing off in, in, in this ear. And then the other side is like, okay, well, who are you? <laughs> so, yeah. So you got to, you know, try to balance it out, man, and and, and figure it out. Got you, man. Um, We we sped up. We we jumped around, got, got around real fast. But um, I want to take it back a little bit and really yeah. talk about the, you know, the, the introduction. Like, how did you actually get into producing like where did all of this start how did you you know build a group how did how did these things start well i mean it started off number one um just for the love of music just i used to like as as a kid we used to always my my parents like my parents are from south carolina okay from chester from chester south carolina so well my father you know is from uh, rock hill chester you know, and my mother's from South Carolina as well. But um, my 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 father's family is where we used to always go down every summer. So we used to take these long drives, and my father used to just play eight track tapes in the car, and and just sing these old soul records all the way down. So yeah. we all knew the records, and we would all listen to all of those records. So I was introduced to all of these different artists early on, and young as a young kid. So the love of the music was 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 instilled in me from that. And then once I saw, you know, the movie Wild Style and I saw Flash, you know, DJing in the kitchen and, and that set, I just was like, wow, like that is so dope. And then hip hop was starting to come around. You know, I would see people walking around with BBDs and all that stuff and they had Beatles <laughs> and they had Pumas and all that. Yeah. So the culture was starting in graffiti. The culture was starting to embed itself around but like I said, once that movie came out and I went and saw that movie and I saw that, I was just amazed by it. So I just started, me and back to Mufi, me and Mufi both started together. Okay. We, 
Yeah, we started together and we started, you know, every day at the school, just messing around with DJing and all that. And Mufi ended up getting some, his father owned a, um, a, a like a little um, corner store. Okay. So at the time, Mufi had more money than me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could afford it. So he bought some little small sampler and we started okay. messing around with the sampler, you know. So, you know, okay. I got to credit Mufi a lot. You know, like, like, like he, like he was definitely there with me at the beginning, me and him together. You know, I, I was, <laughs> I was starving a little more than him. So my drive was a little, <laughs> a little more. Than him. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had a little more of a harder drive than him, gotcha. you know, but I do credit him for being a partner with me, you know, to share the vision with me, you know, cause I didn't definitely. do it alone. So it wasn't like I was sitting there by myself when I was bored doing something by myself. It was me and him. It was a couple of us, but it was primarily me and him, you know, trying to learn how to DJ and um, trying to, you know, eventually getting into sampling and doing stuff. And then it evolved from there. Got you. Got you. So when I go back and I, I can remember this time vividly, because I think we all was on the same type of a you guys had had a deal already. But um, uh, as as a uh, uh, new style. But at yeah. that time, we were shopping a demo. I think I had met with, with Dub. I had met Double J, and we had went to 45 King's house. And I believe that summer I met Tretch at the uh, New Music Seminar, the, uh, one of the battles or something. He was in a battle, I think, and I met yeah, him he around was. That. Yeah, he, he was. He was before we came out. Yeah, yep. I remember that. But when when everybody was giving Shaw the demo and 45 King the demos and we was working, I just remember them um, Shaquem playing some of y'all songs. This was early. This is... Some of those records actually were on the uh, the Know You by Nature, the original album. But yeah, I, one yeah, thing that I was our, yeah, that, that was, was our demo. demo yeah, you know? but, but what I remember in comparison to what we all were doing, you guys were making songs then, like real songs, and it, it was night and day what what the rest of us was kind of doing. We were making, you know, we was rapping, was it was nice, <laughs> but they weren't songs. They were they were great rhymes and great beats sometimes, but they weren't great songs. I want I wanted to know, did you guys like sit and did you plan out like, look, we're going to make hits. Like your first record is an undeniable smash to this day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what happened is, is that, like you said, we, we came off that new style project. So we got a taste in a little, uh, and, and, and sort of seeing like what it, what it took a little bit. And we saw like, I'm not going to say failure, but we saw like, being students, students of the game, like you said, and when you talk about checking the credits, we checked credits and we 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 studied and went to shows. We watched everybody live. I'm talking about everybody. We would go to every concert, watch it and study. And then even before we even started off, we came from the talent show era. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Our, like our, our thing was like we were straight doing shows and talent shows. So we had no records. So our whole thing was to win the talent show by getting the crowd going yeah so us by getting the crowd going we we worked off these routines and these different things so it was already embedded in us that hey you got to get the crowd going and if we could do this without a record once we get a record we're going to apply that same chemistry and that same formula to the records and we just took our time doing that exact thing once we got the real deal and to start working on our Naughty by Nature project. We was just like, yo, we're going to approach this record like we had a show. Got you. Got you. Yeah, that that, that was no. definitely intentional then. Um, yeah. Ironically, speaking about the shows, that I, again, back then I was in rapper mode and I remember performing 
um, at, I don't know if it was Club 88. It was either Club 88 or Zanzibar. This is taking you back. So it had to be around 90, 91, somewhere. But it was before your album, 88. 88. Yeah, somewhere around there. And we performed, well, we was about to perform. I think you guys was performing before. I was like, who? Y'all had the entire place on fire. Like, the routines. (laughs) And y'all didn't have a record out. I'm going, we got to go on after that. Who are they? And what is that? I'm not going out there and rap after that. Y'all had the whole routine, the whole stage show, the presence. Everything was done. It was real polished at that time. And this is pre- Naughty by nature. This is pre OBB. It was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah like y'all definitely said, had like, it. So yeah, yeah. I, we were doing that, and and then, to be honest, it's the same thing. Like that's how we met you. Not not met you guys because we kind of was already around you guys, and we kind of sort of knew you guys, but we were trying to get at you guys. Our whole thing was to really show you guys that we were dope because our 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 whole plan was to get with you guys and to wow. get with the flavor. Flavor on it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was like that was Jersey. Flavor <laughs> is the MCs here, yeah, like yeah. the MCs. Yeah, like yeah, we doing our own thing and we're slightly different, but we want to be a part of that crew. Yeah, so we were just like, yo, they in the house, we in the house, let's rock. <laughs> yeah, definitely. and that's why, and it ultimately came down to um, we threw um a party at Uppsala, at Uppsala College, and we invited the whole crew over there. Shaquem included. Everybody came through. And then um, that's when, you know, Shaquem finally said, hey, you know what? Let's sit down. Let's talk, you know. But, yeah, that was always our plan is to get you guys' eyes on us, man. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's- yo, we got it. Like, we think we dope enough. We think we here. But we need the politics, man. Let's, like, we need to get to flavoring on it, man. Word, word. So, I mean, bringing it up to date, man, let the people out there know what you got going on right now. Well, um, we're doing the Illtown Sluggers movement. We have Slugger Music, me and Vin. And um, we're developing artists. We got brand new artists. Uh, um, actually, you know what, too? I'm working with, who, who? actually, I've been working with him for years, and he's still working with me, and we're doing some stuff. My man, um, BK. Okay, yeah. Yes. That's my guy. That's my guy, man. Jersey City. Oh, yes, That's sir. Right. Double X Posse. Double X Posse. Yes, yep. sir. Okay, yep. okay. So BK's in, in the crew. He's still around, and he's still rocking out with us. So um um with the actually me and BK um working on this girl named Anaya. Okay. Doing some R&B pro, R&B project with her. And then I'm also developing um a guy named Bully, Bully Boy Fresh. He's from East Orange, he's from the hometown over okay. there with us. Okay. Yeah, so I'm doing him on the hip hop side, yep. And um we're developing a bunch of different things, man, a bunch of different artists. And um through the Slugger mu- mu- um, movement, Slugger music movement. And then we also have um, the group that we do. It's called Illtown Sluggers. That's me, Vin, and Slugger, the, um, the DJ. Okay. And we do hype sets. So we DJ and hype set with that. And we um pulling our homie, um another Jersey guy, um DJ Doughboy. Okay, so yeah, Doughboy, I know Doughboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Doughboy, Doughboy is a part of our special teams with the Illtown Sluggers movement. So us, me, Vin, and um, Slugger, along with Doughboy, we do um our sets, DJ sets, and all that stuff. So we're setting it off, man, and we... You know, we're putting it together, man. And it's it's been coming together and it's pretty dope. And also, too, I have another guy um too, um, Sean Louisiana. He um reminds you of like a Sam Cooke kind of throwback guy. Okay. So um, yeah. So me and my man Belaywood Muhammad, like we're on. Um, oh, we're shout developed. out to Belaywood, dope. The clutch. Yeah. Dope yep. songwriter, dope singer, yes. dope artist yes. as well. Yep. Always been dope. Belaywood is yeah. incredible, yep. yeah. Yeah. So um, we're developing Sean as well. So I have a, um, a few things in the, in the can that I'm working on. And also, 
before I go out, before hold up, chop, before we okay, go, okay. I, mean, I, I wanna I wanna let people know too. We got this next by nature project. Oh coming. yeah, we can't forget that. We can't, can't forget, forget that. that. All right. And, um, we got a crazy record on there called All of You with that that chop produced. <laughs> that you produced. Along man. with so, light Yeah, so be on the lookout for that project, man. It's coming, it's really dope. And also, too, man, time flies. We're celebrating 30 years of hip hop array. Oh this wow. 30, yeah, this is a 30th anniversary this year of um 1943 our second album man so like you said i mean like i'm saying like time flies man it seemed like it was just yesterday that we came out with that record y'all but that was 1993 that was 93 we came out with hip-hop array we're celebrating all year man all year 23 we're celebrating quick question i was i was i've never in life heard this ever before till the other day i was online somebody was doing a breakdown the internet's crazy, um, and you, maybe you can clear this up. Somebody was doing a uh, sample breakdown of Hip Hop Array. Oh, God. And, and it said Please. that it was co-produced by Eazy-E. Did you huh? see that? Yeah, <laughs> That's the same face. I said co-produced. They was doing a, a breakdown. Only It's one thing in there that I'm, you know, I'm a B-head, so I know that I, yeah, I can you hear know, it. In. You know, you know what's going on. Yeah, there, but, like, but yeah, but, but nah, it was one. Nah, it's nah, one nah. sample. Easy, they didn't. Easy. That's what I said. Easy, I, easy, it didn't, didn't produce. Beat. I didn't even understand that. I'm, and somebody has a video. It's a. It's a. I would say somewhat credible page for the most part. They're sharing like breakdowns of samples and songs, but that one came up and. I was like, easy. He didn't do. He didn't produce that. I don't know if they mixing up the fact that y'all worked with him on a only if you want I, it. Cause that I think they mixed it up. I think they mixed it up. The fact that we worked with him on only if you want. And the thing is, is that we worked on him with those records during Hip Hop Array. Because exactly. He's, he's, and he's in the he's, video. He's in the Hip Hop Array video. video. Yeah, and I remember and that. He's in the video because he was up here at the time, and we were working on him. Yeah, yeah. So I think that. Yeah, I think that that's the the toss up. Yeah, but when I saw that, I said, Easy E. Come yeah. on, no, 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 no. No disrespect, yeah. Easy. We love Easy E too. That's that's yeah, not yeah, disrespect. Yeah. We just don't know him for that. Um, yeah. definite. So, and on that note, there, brother, we tapped in everything we need to tap on and touch on. So again, I have all the links for everything he has going on. Anything y'all want to get at him with? Also, shout out your your Instagram so people if they want to get at you via Instagram or whatever social media platform you use. Yeah, I'm um KGNBN, like naughty by nature. KGNBN. And then we also have the Naughty by Nature Forever um, Instagram as well. So you can find me on either one of those platforms. I'm always out there. I'm always answering. I'm doing any and everything out here. So, you know. Okay, okay y'all. So we wrapping up. Remember to check the credits, y'all. Peace. Peace.